You know, I'm super optimistic about 2021. I know that while the trajectory of the world is going downhill and the Bible tells us that darkness and gross darkness will cover the earth, the promise of scripture is that the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. Amen. We can arise, we can shine because the glory of God is upon the church. And so you're going to see these two things happen simultaneously. The world is getting darker and darker, but the glory of God in the church is getting brighter and brighter. Our trajectory is from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of God. You know, when you want to buy your wife a, a nice diamond ring, you go to the jewelers and you choose the stone that you like, whether it's a diamond ring or another stone, and they, they will put the diamond ring on a black velvet cloth. And the, 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 the black velvet cloth is to accentuate the brilliance of the diamond. And I believe that this is the principle of contrast. Right? The darkness in the world today is going to accentuate the glory that is coming into the church. Amen. And we've got to believe God for the greater glory. You know, God has not brought us this far just to bring us this far. Amen. Now, the team for 2021 for our Cornerstone Global Churches is the team of one, being one. And I believe that Acts chapter 4 and verse 32 and 33 are some of the most important verses for the church, uh, not just Cornerstone Churches, but globally as well. And in Acts chapter 4, what we have is that the, the, the body of Christ had learned to gel with one another. They became one heart, one soul, one voice. And that was really very important. And no one who, who claimed to have possessions claimed it was their own. It became shared property. Everybody started living for one another and they dealt with the issue of selfishness. And because God saw this amazing act of love for one another, He multiplied, He supersized everything in the church and in verse 33, it says great grace was upon them and great power came upon the church. And I tell you this, my friends, I believe that we are going to see God magnify and amplify everything in the church. He's going to supersize everything if we can come to this place of oneness. If we can become one in the spirit, if we can, if we can have one heart, one mind and speak with one voice, then I believe that we are going to see God put the word great in front of everything that we do. And the grace of God is going to be great grace. Power is going to be great power. Supernatural signs and wonders is going to be great supernatural signs and wonders. Multiplication, God is going to be to supersize that. God is going to magnify. He's supersizing everything if we learn how to be one. And I believe that this is really where God is taking us we are going to see mighty signs and wonders. This is going to be one of the major takeaways, I believe, for 2021. You know, the Bible tells us that, uh, that the, the God we serve is a supernatural God. Amen. You know, our Bible is a supernatural Bible. You take out the supernatural from the Bible, we don't have a Bible, man. You take out the supernatural from the Christianity that we know, we don't have a Christianity. Christianity was founded in, in the supernatural. The early church was a supernatural church. They were an uncommon people doing uncommon things, serving an uncommon God in an uncommon era. And I believe that the church must wrap this up. I believe with all my heart that God is going to bring back the supernatural in the church. Hallelujah. And 2021 is going to be a significant year because we're going to see God usher in the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You know, the book of Acts was, uh, was a supernatural. Uh, we see a, a supernatural church in the book of Acts. 
right? The, the Gospels is supernatural. All four Gospels relate the, the great power of Jesus Christ. When we come to the four Gospels, we find God in Christ doing the miracles, right? The, the whole narrative of the four Gospels is an atmosphere of signs and wonders. And then we take this huge theological leap into the book of Acts and the God in Christ doing the miracles is now the Christ in us doing the miracles. Come on. And I believe God wants to excel himself in glory. We are going to see the power of God released in the church. You know, I don't like theory. There's no such book in the Bible. There's no book of theory. There's only a book of Acts, amen? Because the God we serve is a God of impossibilities and he wants to supersize the supernatural. And I want to speak to you today, all of Cornerstone churches in the nations. I want to encourage you, trust God for the supernatural. Start believing God for the supernatural. We cannot do the work of God without human strength. It's not possible. The, the, the human flesh and human ability will not profit anything, but it's the spirit that gives life. So I want to encourage you in the name of the Lord Jesus to believe God for the supernatural. Start praying for the sick. Start casting out demons. Start believing God for things that you could never believe before because I believe God is going to usher in a season of great signs and wonders in the church. And you know the wonderful thing about the, the, the early church was they had signs and wonders and they had great signs and wonders. It was as though God categorized the signs and wonders because there were so many signs and wonders. They were they, they had such a proliferation of signs and wonders that God had to, to say this is a notable miracle versus just a miracle. Come on. And I believe that we have to believe God for the greater works. The promise that Jesus gave to us in John chapter 14 and verse 12, the works that I do, greater works will you do because I go to my Father, is going to come to pass. I am holding on, I believe, to that great promise Jesus will uh, fulfill his word to us. God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. He has said it and he will do it. Come on, watch this. God is going to fulfill his word. His word is forever settled in heaven. Amen. Another thing that we will see in 2021 is a greater fruitfulness that will come with a greater abiding. Now, you know, we often make the mistake by thinking that we can be more fruitful if we're more busy or more active, but it's not true. I believe that our fruitfulness is directly connected with the abiding. And while I know that pruning takes us from fruit to more fruit, it's the abiding that takes us from more fruit to much fruit. And this is a promise for all of Cornerstone Churches. I speak the fruitfulness of God into your churches. And I believe that this year we're going to see this amazing a proliferation of fruit in our churches. Amen. Jesus himself said, abide in me and I in you as a branch cannot bear fruit unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. And then he said that he said, without me, you can do nothing. And so we've got to stop doing things in the church that doesn't depend on the strength of God. Everything we do has to be in Christ. It has to be initiated with Christ. Our strength has to be rooted in Christ. Amen. One of the prophets that has been a great blessing to Cornerstone is Chris Berkland. He's been a personal prophet to me as well. At the turn of last year, I asked Chris to pray for, for the church and if God would give us a word through him. And he said on the very night, God gave him an amazing dream. There were many, many parts to the dream, but one part of the dream, he said, I was in a 15-story building that was Cornerstone. And we were all on the 15th story with the leadership of the church. There, were, there was no roof. There was no ceiling. It was an open heaven. Hallelujah. And there was a cross that was embedded on the floor of the church. And I believe it's very significant. And he said, we all came down to the ground floor in the dream. And while we were strategizing for 2021, he said, an angel appeared. And the angel said to the, the leadership team of Cornerstone Church, he said, all their victories are going to come from the 15th story. Come on. And the moment he said that, immediately the Holy Spirit said, 
John 15, um, Psalm 15, and Romans chapter 15. Right? Think about this, right? John 15, Psalm 15, and Romans 15. Now, John 15 is the chapter on fruitfulness and abiding. Psalm 15 is the Old Testament chapter on abiding. Did you know that? Uh, it's the cry of David, who may abide in thy tabernacle. It's the same thing, who may abide in thy presence. Amen. And Romans 15 really is the apostolic call of the church. And I believe that more and more we're going to see these things happen. As we abide in Christ, we're going to see a greater fruitfulness flow out from us. But it's more than that. I want to decree Romans 15 over the Cornerstone Churches. I believe that we are going to see a proliferation of the apostolic ministry. One of my role models is a man called John G. Lake. He was a powerful man of God, full of signs and wonders in his, in his ministry. And my, many Bible uh, scholars actually say that apart from the book of Acts, he probably carried one of the greatest anointings that the world has ever seen. And every time God wants to move afresh in my life, he would speak to me about John G. Lake. And you know, part of the dream that uh, Chris Berkland had for us had to do with John G. Lake and the destiny that Cornerstone had that was tied up with him. And you know, John G. Lake was a powerful, powerful man of God, full of signs and wonders, 100,000 recorded healing ministries in his ministry. It's absolutely amazing, absolutely amazing. But what I find very amazing is the apostolic call on his life. And I believe that's, that's somehow tied into Cornerstone. We have an amazing apostolic call for the nations. And I believe that God is going to to accentuate, he's going to, to magnify that whole area of the apostolic ministry over Cornerstone churches globally. And we're gonna see a proliferation of new churches coming in. We gotta believe God for the more, amen. We have gotta believe God for the greater. And all of that comes by being one in Christ, hallelujah. It's the oneness that releases the power of God. It's the oneness that releases the glory of God. And so it's really vital that this year's team is being one because the unity of the spirit, the unity of faith is the thing that's gonna release the glory of God over the church. You know, 2021 is also going to be the year of the prepared. God only uses the prepared. Amen. In 30 years of ministry, I've never ever seen God use a lazy man. Never ever seen God use a lazy man. If you're not going to prepare yourself for what is going to happen in the last days, you're going to miss one of the greatest moves of God in your life. So I want to encourage you to prepare yourself. How did the early church prepare themselves? You know, they were able, when the Spirit of God came upon them on the day of Pentecost, they were able to sustain a revival for many years. It was amazing. The early church had the, the sustaining power of the revival. What did they do to sustain revival? Well, the Bible says that they met daily. They met daily. That's really the key. And what did they do as they met daily? They had the apostles' doctrine, the breaking of bread, they had prayer and fellowship, and they met from house to house. Amen. And I tell you, this is the key. If we are going to see an ongoing, sustaining move of God in our churches, then we've got to do what the early church did because they were the gold standard, man. They were the plumb line for the church today. Amen. As we look at the early church, this is what they did. Four things they did. And if we will do these four things on a daily basis, then we are going to be able to sustain an ongoing revival for a long period of time. Amen. I don't believe that revival is just short-term thing. I really believe with all my heart that God is going to, in these last days, excel himself with glory. Amen. So we got to come and learn to meet daily, on a daily basis, and do these four things. Have the apostles' teachings, which is the preaching of the word. Have communion. Amen. Breaking bread with one another. Fellowship and prayer. And that's such an important part of who we are 
as cornerstone because we believe in these things. We believe it's the it's when the church, the ecclesia comes together. That's when the fire of God starts burning in our hearts. Amen. You know, when we are in a pile of firewood, that's where the fire is. It's, you keep the fire burning. And if you will keep the fire burning, my friends, the fire will keep you burning for God. Amen. I want to land this plane by summarizing my three thoughts. Number one, watch for the supernatural. Amen. Now, we've got to prepare, be prepared for the supernatural because if we're not prepared, we can miss it. We can miss it. And so we've got to allow the Holy Spirit to fill us with the faith of God, to fill us with expectation, to fill us with anticipation for what is about to happen. And when it comes, man, we've got to lay hold of God. Amen. We've got to lay hold of the, the bull by the horns and, and say, God, we want to see the supernatural. And it comes when we are filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. So be filled with the Holy Spirit. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. The second thought that I want to, uh, to ask you to remember is that there's going to come an increase in fruitfulness that comes with the abiding. And I believe that with all my heart, the word abiding is going to be a key word for us. Abide in Christ, my friends. Abide in Him and let Him abide in you. Let His word abide in you. Let His love abide in you because without Him, we can do nothing. Amen. So this increase of fruitfulness, God is going to supersize everything in the church because we're learning the principles of abiding. And finally, my friends, I believe revival is coming. God and Cornerstone is going to see a massive revival. And it's not just in Cornerstone and all our churches, but it's going to be a global thing. And we've got to learn how to maintain and sustain a revival on a long-term basis. The only way to do this is to meet daily and to break bread with one another, have the apostles' teachings, pray, and have fellowship with one another. That's how we sustain a long-term revival on a daily basis. Amen. I want to close by speaking a word of blessing over your life. And wherever you are, would you just like to stand up? I want to speak the, the, the favor of God for 2021 because I believe 2021 is going to be an amazing year for many of our churches. Amen. So Lord Jesus, I pray for all these amazing congregations Lord, here in Singapore and also globally, that the fire of the Holy Spirit will be upon them. That you would fill them, Lord, with fullness of the Holy Spirit. You will fill them with the fullness of power. You will fill them with the fullness of wisdom, God, that we will grow in the fullness of the stature of the person of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Lord, I speak a blessing over all the churches and I pray that in 2021, we will see momentum. Hallelujah. We will see an acceleration of all thy purposes. We will see a proliferation of mighty signs and wonders in all our churches. And we ask this all in Jesus' name, the blessing of God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you now and forevermore. Amen.